Hey, hey, y'all. Welcome to Hoops Talk with your hosts, Liz Lapp and Karen Uyenko. Couple of girls who are crazy for ballers. That's right, basketballers, y'all. Here on Hoops Talk, you'll catch us bragging about our fantasy basketball league stat lines, obsessing about weekly lineups, and bringing you our take on the intersection of the game of basketball and the culture that surrounds it. Oh my God, guys, we are live in the studio. (laughs) We are in the good news radio station and podcast for our very first live recording of the Hoops Talk. Karen, coming from New York. (laughs) This is something that we really didn't think we'd ever get out of our closet. So this is a true blessing, and we're so happy. Such a good support. Um, so thank you, everybody. Um, Karen, how's New York? It is muggy <laughs> and dirty, but it's New York. I love it. <laughs> uh, yes, um, that sounds like the New York I remember. Um, so before we... Sh- we have special guests in the um, in the studio today that are going to be joining us in our conversation, which we never had before because, honestly, our closets could not fit any additional people. So, <laughs> so here we have pants on, uh, we have bras on. All of that is optional, though, eventually. But for the first debut, I think you know, let's keep it, let's keep clothes on. <laughs> Um, so, um, but of course, as we always start, we like to do some house cleaning and some updates. So. If you like what you hear and you think your friends and family would like it, please share our podcast. And now you can go to the Good News Radio podcast app and you can stream it live from the app or you can stream it live from the website and they also archive it as a podcast. So then you can listen to it on demand if you're not able to catch it live. Um, Let's see. What else? Oh, we are at the Hoops Talking on Instagram and Twitter. So I know we're the Hoops Talk podcast but we could not secure that handle so we're at the hoops talking on instagram and twitter um, unless you guys want to donate money so we can get a lawyer <laughs> we have legal fees already karen <laughs> uh, so um beyond that i really you know we always encourage everybody to comment dm us um you know Sometimes I say don't at me, but, you know, if you do, anyways, we'll, we'll mention you and what have you. So please, let's keep the conversation alive on social um, via uh, checking us out on Twitter and on Instagram. And so we're going to introduce our two special guests today on our debut live episode. Karen, how excited are you? I'm Speechless. nervous. I'm excited. Speechless. And I wish I was in person. Um, so... I, I need to see faces and hug people, but yeah, I'm so excited for everyone. You know what? Next time we'll, we'll like send you photos prior to the show so you can like talk to people in your closet. Um, I love that. Yes. <laughs> and, and Karen will be here next week. So, um, so we're going to pop champagne next week. Yes. So come back. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be good. It's going to be good. So on to our special guests, I would like to invite, 
Anashila. She's the co-host of the Tamarindo podcast. And she sent me this bio that is so impressive. Oh, you don't have and to read it all. I'm not going to read it all. <laughs> but I do want to, I'm going to let you introduce yourself. But one of the things that I do want to say is that she is someone who is all about wellness and cultivating a healthier um, a people and organizations. And I listened to her podcast, Tamarindo podcast, the other day, and she did talk about ways to uh, calm yourself. They added a calmado section. I'm probably saying it wrong. Please tell me the actual name. But I just really found that fascinating because I think, especially in today's world, that's something that's really important. And especially with the NBA drama, mm-hmm. they all need to fucking relax. So, <laughs> so, Ana, Sheila, do you want to tell us a little bit more about I do, yourself? But first, congrats on coming out the closet. I know it's hard for, <laughs> for everybody. I've been through it, you know. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) So, so yeah, I'm the co-host of Tamarindo Podcast, and we talk about identity, politics, race. And now we're introducing this new element of well-being because what we realize, especially in our, like, the uncertainty of our time, like, we just need a little bit of that balance. And that's kind of what we wanted to bring into the to the pod to the podcast, mm-hmm. making sure that we were uplifting people and providing people like ways to stay healthy while still, you know, achieving the impact that you want to have and what you know, whatever sector right. that you you want to do it in. Right. And I think and I'm also a longtime basketball ever since I was a very little girl. She's <laughs> seriously she's the only one in the studio wearing a jersey right now. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Which has oh, actually so already cute. caused controversy. Yeah. I mean, but... I, mean I came in I came in to get <laughs> Roasted, basically, with this jersey. Oh, my God. Did you hear, Karen? She said, is it a Celtics jersey? It's a Celtics jersey. (laughs) How'd you know, Karen? I saw your IG stories. I saw your IG stories. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Well, I was just going to say that I think that the whole adding about the the well-being and the self-care is really important because of the conversations that you're having on the show and and what we're the dialogue that we're having today just in general in the world and having finding a, a way to, like, be calm when you're having those discussions. I think is really important. So totally. I appreciate you having that to share on your podcast totally. too. Very cool. So our second special guest is no stranger to the studio as she is the studio manager hey. extraordinaire and the host and creator of the ladies night podcast. Yes. It's Jackie. Hello. Hey guys. <laughs> oh my God. Thank you for having me. You don't know how excited I am. Once. Okay. Let me just, I guess I'm the station manager here. And once <laughs> Michael and Keith both told me about your um, podcast, I listened right away and I was like, how do we get them? on our station like I want them an all-female sports show like yes so I'm all you know females that's what my show's about all ladies it's ladies night radio and um, I'm just excited to have you guys here so congratulations on your first episode with the good news I'm so excited for you thank you I know and we gotta say like you know I was talking to Keith earlier I'm like you know we really didn't want we didn't really know our podcast was going to manifest this amazing support that y'all are giving us so we're really excited and and you know we love the growth and we're super excited to see where this goes because we have people like yourself Jackie yeah. and Keith and Michael and everybody else just really jazzed about it so we're and excited. I want to tell you guys we kind of manifested it too we kept saying we need to find a female sports show we need to find a female sports show and like <laughs> somehow he came across was it you that came across it Michael and we you, like I don't know our universe just matched and it was like perfect for us it was perfect. so we manifested each other and yeah. we brought each other together I'm so glad you guys are here I'm super excited oh I love it I know Karen look at us now <laughs> <laughs> I'm working a fucking soundboard and I'm 
I'm terrified. You're awesome. You're killing it. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan is no help. I just want to put that out. Ryan is no help. I thought he was going to be on the board. Oh I will throw God. dollar bills at him. And he's like, nope, you got to get on that board, girl. He knows. He's like, he's already done his pole dancing. He's like, it's time for you. Dance on that pole, girl. Yes. So. You, look, you look like the real deal, though, Liz. Oh, she is the real deal. Yeah. Oh, wait. oh, my gosh. Thank you. That's hilarious. Yes. So that is our special guest today, and we're going to have a lot of topics. And I know Karen and I always go over, so we will try to keep this nice and and tight and ready for everybody um, to start a sports show. So um, one of the things I want to move into um, is to say happy Juneteenth. Oh, that's right. Um, This is a holiday, which I uh, had to Wikipedia so that I got it right, um, because it's a a holiday that needs to be observed, Um, and it should be a federal holiday, in my opinion. I'd love to hear everybody else thinking about it, but um, just to educate anyone listening, um, it is uh, also known as Juneteenth Independence Day or Freedom Day, and it's an American holiday that commemorates the June 19th, 1865 announcement of the Abolish of Slavery in the U.S. state of Texas, and more generally, the emancipation of enslaved African Americans throughout the former Confederate States of America. So basically what happened was the Emancipation Proclamation that Lincoln signed was in 1863, and it took the Confederate States two years and some change to actually let everybody know that that was a law. Right. <laughs> to like, hey, y'all, you're free, but they... they you know, they, they were brewing. They took their time with it. Um, so the discussion is that people want this to be a federal holiday. And I wholly agree with that because personally, I don't think Columbus Day should be a federal holiday. That's me. But I'd love to hear your thoughts. on okay. Sheila. Uh, Karen has a lot of thoughts about Columbus Day. She goes nuts because her daughter also goes to school and like she does not like her celebrating Columbus Day. So, Karen, what are what are you? I know I know you dislike Columbus Day. So what do you have to say about this whole thing? Well, let's, you know, Indigenous People Day, let's reclaim it, mm-hmm. you know, for Columbus Day. Um, and, yeah, uh, we need to take down all those statues along with all the rest of the Confederate Southern crap statues that have been falling down. I'm, I'm all for that. Um, but also, to uh, a big thing about Juneteenth today, Congress held a hearing on reparations today. Mm-hmm. Mm, so wow. it's a it's a huge day today. Um, and yeah, I kind of agree with you. I think this needs to be much bigger. I didn't learn about Juneteenth till about a few years ago. Wow. And that was yeah, due same. to like college. That was due to like our ERGs and work. Um, and it's it sucks that I'm only learning it. I only learned about the National Black Anthem because of Beyonce. Mm. Like this is stuff that needs to be incorporated into our public education um, because it's a big part of our history. And if we don't, talk about it then we don't realize how not far away it was that people were enslaved in our country and that's just fucked up like we that stuff needs to be top of mind when we think about this and we think about everything that's happening in yeah. the world today yeah what do you guys i'm think? off my soapbox <laughs> i mean i <laughs> agree with karen I didn't realize what Juneteenth was until recently, like in my adult life. As you know, as a kid, you don't know any of this. So I agree with her. I think that we definitely need to 
to talk about it more, celebrate it, and like it's just bring it up to to like to the youth because mm-hmm. it can easily repeat itself. And some things, if you see right now, it's kind of repeating itself with certain yeah. things that's going on in the world today. You know, so um, I definitely think that we definitely need to talk about it. Mm. But somebody was kind of telling me like, you know, should we talk about slavery in school? And that's like a whole other topic about bringing up. I do think it is important to to educate our youth so that they're aware of it. Mm. But it's I think it's it should be shared in school or should be shared within our families. Like that's mm. where the like the the whole thing is about. But yeah, I mean, I think that Columbus Day do schools still celebrate Columbus yeah. Day? Do you still get the day off? Yeah. Not the schools that I was working yeah. at. They didn't celebrate really? Columbus Day anymore. Oh. No. Interesting. No, 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 no. Karen, no. you guys might are... be different in, it might be different in California because SF for sure doesn't do Columbus Day. Okay. We call it Indigenous People Day in yeah. um, okay. the SF school district. That's some change. Same. Yeah, I mean I feel like it's time to review our textbooks, our history textbooks mm. and start rewriting them because I yeah. I feel like we haven't been focusing on on the right um approach to history for yeah. a long time and I think it's 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 time to rewrite those those history books. Yeah, and I'm okay. We're messy as fuck. Let's be honest. <laughs> the United States is yeah. messy so as fuck. Let's like own fuck. it. Let's just Come own it on. And, yes. and evolve messy. from it, right? It needs to be like Navidad, you know, when everybody just comes in and says we're going to talk shit right now. <laughs> the White House is close to having like its own reality show right now with Donald Trump in there and everybody exiting out. Like, I want to know what the drama is. Why does everybody keep leaving? Put right. some cap- reality cameras in there. Let me see. That's a reality show I will definitely watch right there. Drama in the White House with Trump. <laughs> Imagine. Oh, that's a nightmare. Oh, Twitter fingers uh, in the bathtub. Yeah. You guys remember remember when uh, Rev, Rev Run would be end his show in the bathtub on, on like, his phone talking yeah. about... I feel like that's just how it would be with Donald Trump in the bathtub, but on Twitter going crazy with Twitter fingers with like hot Cheetos on his <laughs> fingers. It's <laughs> a bag as he's like Twittering away. Oh, I love it. Yeah, well I thought it was important that, you know, these are the, this is the time when if we're educated and we should talk about, you know, Juneteenth and other examples of, you know, what we need to share and I thought this was a good time to bring it up especially because we're talking about fucking basketball. Like if we're talking about any like the multi-diversity from not just race, but also cultures that are playing this game. Yeah. Um, we need to also, like, you know, more than an athlete type of conversation. So I thought that would be a great way to, like, start saying, like, hey, you know, this is a real deal and let's make it a federal holiday and let's do it. Let's be better, America. <laughs> That's what I'm hoping. <laughs> um, and with that, I just, we do want to do a couple of shout outs. I know this sounds really random, but. We had a podcast called Latinos Out Loud. Um, they're on Twitter at uh, Loca y Bago and on Instagram at We Are Latinos Out Loud. And they, it's a podcast um, by sketch comedians Rachel La Loca and Juan Bago, Jay Friends, and Frank Nibs. And they listened to the podcast and they gave hey. us a shout out in their last episode. And I screamed. It was funny too because Juan Bago, he. Uh, he uh, DM me on Twitter and it's like, hey, have you listened to the first episode? And I was just listening to it. And I'm like, yeah, it's really funny, you know, because I'm not, not like thinking anything. He's like, okay, cool. Like we just like kind of. And then as it's ending, I I scream because I hear him give us a shout out, and I'm like, oh, that's probably why he asked. <laughs> He's like, she lying. <laughs> he didn't hear my podcast. I was like, no, oh my God, right? 
and it took me forever too because it was on a Sunday and I was like half asleep half awake so I'd have to like rewind whatever but anyway they were really cool and one of the comments that uh, Rachel put on our Instagram story was share love it's the podcast way and I just love that and I you know thank love you it. so much we love it and um, we hope you hear our shout out to you on this episode hey. <laughs> um, okay so that's that's it for you know our our first you know top of the top of the show um, we're gonna roll into something that we all should be ready for which is my favorite soap opera called the NBA <laughs> so <laughs> many. Like, that's what I told you later, right? I was like, that's my, that's my favorite novella. Like, that would be novela. a good day. Uh, so, I mean, it, it's funny because, like, things will happen. I swear to God, things will happen in the morning, like the show, right? I was getting all my notes together. And then I'll check it at before the show. And Oh, yeah. It's so many up. things. Like so many things blew up. And I'm just like, good Lord, these these people are never have off season. So we wanted to do a quick emotional six recap of those finals, especially for Karen. She really wanted to because she was a warrior fan. I played the fifth. Oh man. <laughs> it's okay, Karen. But let I, I already did my meditation and rubbed crystals all over my body and I'm done. I'm over it. She did her self care. She doesn't want to hear about it anymore. But I did they, did you guys watch it? I watched like the last eight minutes. Okay, the last eight minutes. Did you forget it was on? I forgot it was on. (laughs) (laughs) I actually scheduled everything around. I put it on my calendar to make sure I was getting all the games. So, but that was good eight minutes. Yeah, it was. It was uh, right. Yep. (laughs) And uh, Jackie, did you watch it? Yes, I did. I watched it. It was a really good game. Yeah, really good game. But I was, of course, talking shit to my warrior friend fans out there. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna have to get your number, Karen. (laughs) Yeah, Karen. You guys go back and forth. I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you a separate Google Voice number. Yeah, that was pretty emotional. I mean, I, I, I knew I called the Raptors. I always like to go on record saying that because I just called them. I knew they were gonna win, and I think it was heartbreaking to see Clay get injured oh, in yes. that game. Because he had such a hot game. God yeah. damn it. I mean, I think that was pretty much the game changer. Yeah. Um, at least, you know, it gave him the, gave the Raptors the edge. Um, and then, of course, KD in game five going out with that injury, which I, bl- I fully put blame on the Warriors organization. I'm just going to say that. Really? Yeah, I do. Because from, and I listen to a bunch of things, right? And all of them say, look, if you ask a basketball player if they can play, they're going to say yes because True. they want to play. So if you have medical professionals telling you that you are ready to go and play, you're going to play. Yeah. yeah. And also, like, knowing KD and how much he pays attention to what everybody is saying online, yeah. he's someone that probably took that in and was like, I'm going to show everybody, I'm going to win this championship for yeah. the Warriors, and then, but wasn't really ready to play, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Was it the owner the one that was crying because he felt bad that he took responsibility? He was, he's the president of the, I think, the operations, the Warriors oh, operations. Oh, okay. Which, uh, please, if I have seen <laughs> was he the doing dramatic? crocodile tears, yes, yep. give me a, I got caught. What do I say? <laughs> oh, yeah, Bob Myers. <laughs> I was like, why is this guy crying? I don't get it. I, I laughed heartily. Yeah watching that 
And I'm like, any, and then I was dying because I saw the pundits on Twitter going, oh man, he was really feeling it. Oh, you know, God. some of these, uh, these, and I'm just like, you know what? You guys are fucking stupid. If you believe, you know what? I have a bridge to sell you if you think that that was real because this is some phone, <laughs> phony fake ass shit. He was just pissed because they follow the money. They have a calculator right there telling them how much they're losing right there from every injury, every sniffle, every everything. It's all about the money. And that's fine. I don't have a problem with people wanting to have their paper. I have a problem when you're going to be fake about it. Mm. That's my thing. And I knew right Ooh. away that, you know, it was the Warriors organization. Even when uh, Coach Kerr, he was like, you have to ask the medical center. I'm like, bitch, because you in trouble. <laughs> Did you agree with that, Karen? Since that's your team? Oh, you asked me so many hard questions today. <laughs> Karen's not well, ready. Well, I think Bob Myers crying was a bit much. I felt uncomfortable with it, too. Like, I was, it, it wasn't like a... There was a hint of it that did it feel genuine. It was more of like, oh, shit, we're in fucking trouble. Cry, you know, like... When a guy gets caught and he's crying, to you go, oh, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's a perfect one right there, girl. That's exactly the cry it was. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I got caught. Yeah. Yeah, oh, man. That's how I feel about it. And, you know, I if I mean, we talk about, I mean, we're talking about later about what we think the future, because I'm a Laker fan, she's a Warrior fan. But I honestly think KD should just take the money and sit on the bench. And he'll have probably the best medical staff being in the Bay and, you know, just not, I mean, just stay there. If he goes to the Knicks, I mean, come on. (laughs) That's not a bad idea. But in reality, it's like he's just, he's not going to be playing. So just go where you're going to be most happiest, I guess, at that point. I don't know. But how long is he out for? I don't, I didn't hear that. The whole season. For the the next season. The whole season. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. And the Knicks still want him? Come on now. The I mean, Knicks are like the worst team. Like, no. I think like the only team that's better is the Cavaliers at this point, which is like, uh, seriously. The, the Knicks probably think like, this would be great. <laughs> so, yeah, they would be like, we have KD, even who's going to sit on the bench. This is All amazing. season? Yeah, this would be amazing. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, they would do that. I mean, I don't, I think they'd be happy with that. But yeah, I thought that that injury was... You know, I will say um, it, the Raptors fan were trash because they did uh, clap the injury. But at the same time, let's not make KD this angel, you know, on above. Because, you know, he is a trash talker. He's got all those burner accounts. And, like, I know they want to make this a redemption story for him somehow. But I'm just like, look, you are a trash talker. Don't give me that shit. Like, please. But even if you are a trash talker, because I played sports. I didn't yeah. play basketball, but I played sports. It still sucks to, like, to, like for you to like, cheer at somebody getting hurt. Yes. You know, I, I as an athlete, you're going to respect the game. I feel like yeah. even when I would yeah. see other players like, yeah, I want to beat them. I want to like kick their butts. I want to be number one. But to see somebody go down in pain like that, you feel it. As an athlete, you yeah. feel the pain. So I guess a lot of people that are, were those that were clapping have never played sports. You know what I mean? Like, they don't understand that. And so, that being also True. I think I think that being like uh, Drake's friend I think right like that's oh, yeah. he he also wasn't he wasn't clapping obviously he was no. hurt <laughs> but I mean I'm just saying like for people who don't understand the game and just right. out there just just watching and playing like you don't understand like as an athlete I never played basketball right. but as an athlete I can be like no that's fucked up yeah 
Yeah. Yeah, I think, and I think they you were, you know, they were like, oh, man, we are bad in the end of it. And I think everyone just gets really, like, caught up. But it was just fucked up. But him, KD himself, is someone, to your point, Anishila, where they, where he reads all of these tweets. And he went after, like, Chris Broussard for saying, like, oh, you texted me. And he's just, he's like that. He's petty. That's okay. Petty. But that's he's a lot of athletes. But he's like he's the top top petty 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 petty, petty Betty yeah Betty Petty okay yeah, yeah he petty Ooh, petty I like that yes <laughs> right Patty Labelle Petty Labelle he's Petty Labelle Petty Labelle I'm saying so it's like all, I mean, it's just funny like I don't know you you go online you see everyone's like oh man Katie he, you don't know him we know him I'm like stop. <laughs> stop. No, just just stop. It sucks. But, but he's going to be okay. He's going to be able to come back. We should hope so. I mean, they. May, I think maybe. The, yeah. The doctors were saying that he is, um, uh, his physicality will allow him to come back. You know, they all come back. Let's see. Oh, yeah. There's some people in the comments. Are you going to, are you going to. Should I, which. Take a look at well, it. What's going oh, on? on. <laughs> there, you got comments in there, Karen. Ah, Karen, we got some comments. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's a fucking okay. audience. Is it? Oh, oh my God! It's our troll, anonymous Knicks fan nine two two. Oh, wait, I y'all have a troll? Him. Yeah, he's my troll. That's how you know he's you my made boot, it, right? He's my boo. That's my boo. Okay, so he's saying that um, I'm in for paying Katie a max contract to sit on the bench for a year. Okay, see, he desperate. Um, <laughs> and he also says Celtics fans' opinions are not valid. Uh, <laughs> wow. Wow. There's a damn uh, wow. <laughs> oh, Let's see. Um, let's see. I can't. I'm, someone has a uh, put a pig snout. Oh, he said he's just sniffing y'all out. That's Didier. Oh, okay. Didier's a fan of the good oh, news. Sweet, sweet. Thank you for sniffing us out. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> like a truffle with your pig snout. Uh, let's see. Simone Jenkins says, hope y'all have a great first show. Oh, thank you. Aww. That's very cool. Aww, thanks, Simone. Yeah. And then um, somebody we know named Keith is saying, let's go. <laughs> he was wa- it was funny because Keith was watching me do the board and he I could see him like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. She's going to drop it. <laughs> so thank you for being patient. Um. Uh, yeah. So, anyways, to wrap up Game Six, I think it was really, uh, it was an emotional series. Um, I think that we had a lot of fun with it. it was. I know I had tons of fun with like, uh, Kawhi and all those guys, and uh, the injuries really, really suck. And um, I know that you know, Karen will have to find. Find a way to rebuild because their team is definitely out next season. <laughs> I have a question for you, Karen. If those two did not yes. uh, injure themselves and get out, do you think that the Warriors would have beat them? Oh yeah, and we—I I honestly believe we didn't need KD. It was the—it oh, was the yeah. fall of Clay. That so if Clay, if Clay was still in the game, you guys still would have—you still would have won. Mm, that's a Warriors oh, yeah. fan he talking. Was so hot. Oh that yeah. I—I pe- I felt like Game Six was peak Clay, and then the fall of his career. Like it was all in one, and it was just kind of fucked up to watch because I, I was in this huge high and then like a huge load. I was like, oh, this Molly is... Wow. 
<laughs> to be honest, though, like I feel like, Dane, it took two big players to get down for you guys to beat the Warriors. It's like uh, it's like almost like a rematch. Like we need to see it again with everybody healthy, everybody like a hundred percent, so we can really see who the real champions are. That's kind of like the mentality oh, that I have. That's that's fine. I mean, I like they'll have this. to wait because the Lakers are going to take this next season. Oh yeah, girl, I'm with you on that. Go so Lakers! That's happening. Ooh, it's gonna be <laughs> Lakers, we got Lakers fans over here, don't you? <laughs> and then, so then, once we get that out of the way, we'll you know whoever else wants to do that following season. That's cool, but <laughs> I'm claiming it now. Chris says, "Go Lakers yeah, so- minus LeBron's bum ass." <laughs> Damn, Chris. Anna, Sheila, Damn. you have been. You are since you're a Celtic fan. No, I'm no, gonna call you. Okay, should, okay, 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 okay. Clarify, okay. Please clarify. Please clarify. I'm not a Celtics fan. Okay. I'm an Al, Horf- Al Horford fan, and that's whose jersey I'm wearing. Got it. And I like the colors. So. You're a Spurs fan, actually, because I heard I read on her bio that she is a Spurs. Fan. How did that come about? How did your Spurs fandom ship come um, about? So I just like I love that they're they, they've been such a great consistent team, but they're still somehow always kind of under the radar, small market team. So I feel like in a way they've kind of been a little bit of like an underdog, at least in terms of the attention that they get. So I kind of like that that they're very like team oriented mm. rather than like always like you know su- like just focusing on, on like, one on, superstar, on one superstar. Yeah. So that team ball, um, I like how they develop their players. Mm. So mm-hmm. I think that like they've you know been able to Kawhi like came right. through through the Spurs system right. you know nineteenth I think it was nineteenth yep. pick and just like I don't know that anyone would have not right away seen what Kawhi was gonna be and right. I think the Spurs saw saw, saw a lot that. of potential in that so I really like how they take care at least the development of their of their players and then also the in, how international fo- internationally mm. focused oh, they were true. so I thought that was cool they kind of started to spearhead that in right. terms of like looking international a little bit more right um, so and did were you happy or or not happy for the Raptors because Kawhi yeah, and you, uh, Danny Green. You know what's funny? I'm 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 glad that you asked me that because it's funny because like when when everything went down last year with with Kawhi, like I felt like we broke up and he was like, the, you know, you know, <laughs> like like we had a relationship. He was a, he was a bad communicator. I wish he would have been more transparent. I feel it, girl. I feel that. And so I was salty. I was salty okay. for a minute, but like. You know, time has passed. Right. I've healed. I've moved okay. on. So I-, <laughs> I love the way she's explaining this. I totally get it. So right? For real, like, to, at this point, I actually was rooting for the Raptors, and I was rooting for Kawhi. Got it. Because, like, I feel like he was able to redeem. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. he went, last time he played in the playoffs, he got injured yeah. against the Warriors. So the yeah. fact that, like, now he took, you know, he, he got this championship, I yeah. feel like he redeemed himself. Um, and also, he's from Riverside, and I lived in like I oh, grew up in Riverside okay. after, after I, I lived in Riverside. Yeah, and so it's like there aren't you know, we don't get a lot of talent out of the sure. IE. <laughs> Shout out to the IE. <laughs> so like I'm always gonna rep for the IE. So I, hey, I you got the ball family now. What's that? You got the ball got family. The ball family. <laughs> we'll hey, there. I mean, the ball family. <laughs> Come on, they good. They're so awesome. <laughs> so I was happy for Kawhi. I was happy for the Raptors. Yeah. Like I thought, I thought they. I think you had mentioned in a previous episode just like how. Um, focused they were yeah. uh, just like yep. on the mission mm-hmm. and so it was really cool to just see so many different players at different throughout the series come in and like right. step up and it was really I think in the last game it was Kyle Lowry like he was the best player on the court in terms yeah. of the but, like, he and, did better than game. Kawhi for that yeah. game so it was just really cool to see so many different players step up and yeah. really get a team win yeah no that's great yeah I'm um, like I said but, but was, last, oh. that last thing I was to say, but like I still, it wasn't the way that I would have wanted that to go down. Like as a, as a true fan, sure. as a competitor, like to see 
Clay go down like that. That was I couldn't root for the Raptors. And it was like uneven now. I couldn't root for them in the yeah. same way. It's like I wanted to be able to throw more shade at the Warriors, and yeah. I couldn't do that anymore. You know, what I'm that's kind of yeah. how I felt too. I was like, dang, like with another good player down. So it was like uneven. Well, I was still okay with throwing shade at them. <laughs> I was just hey fine. <laughs> I was just fine. They had plenty of other people I could call out. Um, um Sheila, are you ready to buy a different Al Horford jersey, though, as he's I, looking around? I, yeah, I will. You know what? I would love it. If he goes to the Lakers, I'll become a Laker fan. Woo! Oh, I, I've, yeah. never, I've yeah. never been a Lakers right. fan. Okay. Woo! All right. We don't need him, but that's cool. <laughs> I need shooters. <laughs> I need shooters. <laughs> He's got but a good shot. Cool. That's cool. That's cool. All right. I, we will We will welcome you with open arms. <laughs> Just like we did all the LeBron fans who are Laker fans now. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Come on now. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Um, okay, so one last thing. I know, uh, Karen, did you want to talk about this, um, the GM, what happened at the, at, in the Oakland Stadium at Oracle? Damn, I'm feeling, I feel, yeah, I feel like I'm serious Sally today. Um, so yeah, when the Raptors GM Masai got carded by California Sheriff before he could even get on the court to celebrate with his Raptors, that was a fucked up situation. And, you know, the same thing with Kyle Lowry getting, um, uh, like hit from Mark Stevens, the minority or owner of the Warriors. Mm-hmm. What I feel is missing in media, and I don't know if they're being sheepish, but they shouldn't, and it's back to our conversation about Juneteenth. That shit's just racist. Mm-hmm. I mean, how how is it that, like, police security staff aren't given a sheet with, like, bios, with names, with faces saying, look, this is the Raptors organization. Know who these people are. Be alert. Protect. Let them through. And you're going to have the GM of the Raptors get carded and before he can even celebrate with his family. Like, that's just some fucked up shit. And to me, that's just straight racist. And, uh, you know, I'm disappointed because this happened in Oakland. This happened in California. This happened in Oracle, a second incident. And to what we were saying earlier about Juneteenth, like, shit's still happening. And we we all want to continue to, like, put stuff under the rug, act like shit didn't happen, like we're all cool, we're all liberal, and it's like, nah, it's, that's not right. the case. Like, we need to shine light on these things, we need to talk about them, and make it uncomfortable. And I don't care if I make people uncomfortable talking about it, because we should be, because it ain't right. So, again, off my soapbox, serious Sally. <laughs> no, because uh, Karen has brought up, because, you know, being a Warrior fan, she's gone to the stadium, and she see she has seen the evolution of a different type of sports fan. You know, once they started yeah. getting money, once it started to become more elite, how they were pricing out their fans, you know, those types of situations. So a lot of light skin tone, <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of pale eyes, <laughs> not very much cheering, those types of things, you know. So she's kind of been affected by by seeing that. And, and it's not going to get any better when they move to actually San Francisco. Because so, I know oh, I was, God, yeah, I'm bitter. I was just reading how Aisha and and Steph were saying they can't even find a house in San Francisco because it's too expensive even for them. What? Yeah. No, they were yep. shocked. Maybe she's on a budget and she yeah, doesn't want to go above that budget. I, so I got to open a thing like, a restaurant. Or maybe right. they can't find enough space or something because it's like because it's, it's so small and the hills. Yeah, it's not yeah. maybe. Well, to tell you the truth, there's mansions like out like in the Presidio area and stuff. Yeah, they can true. find something if you got enough money. You can find 
anything in San Francisco. But when you don't, it's good luck. Good luck. So really quick, I do want to go back to that story because I did see the shuffle between the GM mm. and security. And so, so what happened exactly? I, I didn't know exactly what it was that they wouldn't let him pass yeah. with the team that yeah, had he, just walked off the it, court. Go yeah, ahead, it was Karen. a sheriff. And it wasn't just like security. It's literally like California sheriff asking Masai for his verification and ID. Like, who are you? Before oh, um, they were God. blocking him from getting on the court to celebrate with the Raptors. Kyle Lowry had to hug him and escort him on. Because oh my God. they wouldn't, they wouldn't listen to him saying that he's the GM. Like they were like, no, you need to give your verification. You need to give the card. And I, I mean, it's just, it's like kind of like how we are on this show. We constantly have to prove ourselves to be sports fans. Like I'll tell someone I'm a Warriors fan or basketball fan. They're like, oh really? And then they'll start like asking questioning you. Questions. I'm like, bitch. Right. <laughs> I don't need to prove shit to you. Right. I feel and that. Especially, yeah, and Masai was dressed to the nine. He probably had a Tom Ford suit on. I'm like, really? <laughs> like That sucks. It's ridiculous. Doesn't matter. Imagine you're like in the high and you're ready to go with your team I and know. then yeah. you have this scuffle yes. with freaking sheriff. Like, well, and I that just, would have pissed me off. Yeah. That would have ruined my night. I just heard, too, that like the For sheriff sure. is saying that he was has like emotional distress or he has an oh, injury the from it. Yeah, and he wants to like get oh, legal please. representation. You're just like... Because he fucked up. Holy shit. Backyard Becky. Got it. <laughs> Barbecue Becky. Hell yeah. Oh my I mean, that god. Is, that's your job. You're a sheriff. You're in the line of danger. You created your own... Right. You know what you signed up for. And then... Yeah, and then your ass is going to cry about... Oh, bitch, please. Bob Myers. You, you both go. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> There's just no reason that anyone working the event shouldn't have known who was part of the... Yeah. The, that's just, yes, absolutely. especially, yeah. Yeah, they have... No reason. It's, it's a problem, and like I said, I don't know what's going to... San Francisco... We moved from there because we saw things that were, I mean, I'm sure they're everywhere in the world. I don't want to like pinpoint them to one area. As we talked about earlier, it's everywhere. But um, yeah, it's it's a problem. And I don't think they're, I don't see them trying to do anything to fix it, especially moving them into San Francisco, which is going to cost more. So, and especially that neighborhood, it is not pretty. It's got a lot of problems, so. So, yeah. So, thank you, Karen, for bringing up that buzzkill fact. <laughs> yes. I'm a serious baller. <laughs> okay. Um, a couple other things around the NBA. Um, the draft is tomorrow. Um, and if you haven't heard, there's a guy named Zion that's like kind of a big time. And there's um, some other people that no one cares their name. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's all you always hear. Um, actually, there's R.J. Barrett, which I know Anonymous Knicks fan 922 would like to see go to the Knicks. Um, Darius Garland, DeAndre Hunter. Those are the people that I like keep hearing in the conversations. You know, they've been highlighting. I'd be really interested to actually talk about people that you don't always hear about because, you know, what are their stories or their backstories? I don't know. But I don't know. It's, I don't watch college basketball. I could really care less about the draft because I don't like I if you invest in someone young and they're not going to be playing very many minutes. So I'm just like, OK, let me know when, you know, you're actually playing enough and they all look great. I'm sure they're high athletes, but I don't know. Do you guys have any feelings about the draft? Because I literally don't care. <laughs> so you said it was tomorrow? It's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
All I know, the only name I know, like you said, is Zion. I know he's a beast, so. But he's going to New Orleans. I mean, trust me, if you follow basketball, you will get five million push notifications about the draft and who got drafted and why they got drafted. And they'll give you like a top 20 countdown, a top 10, you know, oh my, a live stream show and, you know, hey, this, that, you will not, not know right. <laughs> about this. So if you care, listen to a different show. I don't care. Karen don't care. <laughs> or just like cool Zion. Cool Zion. That's, that's the only. I just knew the other one that you said, RJ. Yeah. yeah I think last year I was a little bit more up to date with the with the top like five picks or so mm. when you had Trey. Was it yeah Trey Young and and uh, Luca? It was right. last year, right? right? Yeah. Right. That's great. I mean, I think uh, I know Zion's probably gonna go to the Pelicans because they got the first. I was more interested in the draft pick. Numbering, numbering, yes. I think everybody was. Oh my god, the pettiness! (laughs) I was like, oh my god, I love the pettiness of all those like people getting excited about the uh, their team being pulled and put into like a number. And the the Knicks thought they were going to get number one, right? Well, they were hoping for sure. But so what they've done new new with the draft is before it was the worst, uh, the worst regular season would have better chances to get be number one closer to number one right but they stopped that because teams were purposely tanking yeah. so that they could mm-hmm. get that so now it's mm-hmm. like nah they made it like super complicated right yeah <laughs> of course they did so um that's why it was it, like for instance the lakers that were um they, they thought they were gonna get like 10 or 11 ended up getting four. Oh yeah which uh, my husband wanted to literally kill somebody because he's like, the fuck you get for? And he's a Knicks fan. And he's like, nah, that can't be. And so then he came up on three, his team. So he's like, well, as long as we're before the, the Lakers, Lakers, I'm going to be okay about it. And then, you know, they all start rationalizing how number three is a good pick. And I'm like, you know what? Cool. <laughs> Because I just love the drama of it. It's oh so so much pageantry. Everybody has to go fucking get dressed up for like ten minutes of pulling a fucking number, number. out of. I really oh that, didn't. They have a bowl before where they would twist it like Lotto. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh please, it's like Drag Race. I mean, who? Like seriously, I'm just like, okay, this this is like very uh, dramatic. It is. I like it. It's like a you know some sort of. Hey, but we're talking about it, so there's something good coming from that. You know what I mean? And it was the buzz about the Lakers getting four and, like, the Knicks getting shitted with the number three instead of number one. It was, hey, I'm I'm for it. You know, change it up. Change up the league. I just don't think there's any surprises in the draft. You know what I mean? Like, who, like, the top players are. Oh, yeah, for tomorrow, yeah. Yeah. Mm. No one's going to be like, (laughs) okay, if the Pelicans pick, like, a guy who should be number 19, then we're talking about something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> True. But I have a strong feeling they're going to go for Zion. I'm just saying. Just you saying. Know? So. Hey, can I chime in on something? <laughs> oh, 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 we have a male voice on here. We have a male voice. Oh. Introduce yourself, sir. Uh, I am uh, Mike Hale, the PG <laughs> from uh, Courtside Radio. Uh, you guys can check us out uh, every oh, Thursday, <laughs> 6.30 to 8. <laughs> This is my networking king right here. This is my bro. He's also the radio station manager of the Good News Sports. Yes. I had to let you guys uh, talk and... uh you guys no, are you back in the talk. draft. I was like, no way, they cannot bash me. 
But you know, well, this is how the ladies talk about the NBA. Let us be. So Damn it to hell. That's why I was sitting back listening, and I was like, they, "Are they really not going to act like the draft doesn't matter? Nah. Like the draft is big. If you look at, <laughs> no. this is how the ladies talk. Let us be. Like, Don't judge us. Karen should know because the Warriors are filled with first round picks, like former first round picks. That's what gave them their advantage. Is that you got guys like KD, uh, Steph, Clay. Who are all lottery picks, and you had Iggy Adala, who was a former lottery <laughs> pick. Bogut was a former first overall pick. So you get a lot through the draft. And uh, didn't the Bleacher Report just do some kind of like random story about Steph? How how it would have been different if the Clippers would have picked him as a number one? Yeah, if he went to the Clippers, he so sucked. he'd be a Clippers instead of a yeah. Warriors. <laughs> he would have sucked on the Clippers because oh, he wouldn't have had any help like he been. does. Well, now. I, I mean, I think that there was a time and a place for the draft to have importance. But I think as we're moving into this new era where athletes are making the decisions for themselves, they're oh, taking yeah. back the power mm-hmm. to decide where they're going to be and yeah. what they're going to do and how they're going to do it. And they have agents and family and, and people counseling them. So I don't think the draft, the draft to me is not exciting and it's also going to become a bit irrelevant. Plus, I mean, the Lakers just gave away, what, four draft picks? We don't have a first round draft pick for like, Eight years. So they have one next year. They actually kept. The oh, they kept that one. Yeah. Okay, so you know you got that going on as well. So yeah. they trade those as currency, you know. And I don't. I just. I don't know. I don't. I don't find it interesting. No, it, it's important because these kids, you know, their their dreams are coming true. They're becoming pro athletes. Uh, one name you didn't mention, like Ja Morant, could be a guy who could possibly be the best player in like five or ten years out of this entire draft. So. Well, then I will like him in five or ten years. He right. <laughs> doesn't matter right now. No, but it, that it, was her point. No, but you because have to. You know. Because when LeBron came to the league, he didn't make the playoffs his first two years. So it's kind of like you knew who he was, but he wasn't winning, so he didn't matter. But you can't say that because he was, he was LeBron James, you know. You, you but nobody to. was yelling his name in the first two years. Yes, they were. <laughs> okay, well, they cared. Yeah, they've been yelling. They cared. They, they're yelling Zion's name, and he hasn't played a game in the NBA. And well, people, that's different. Some people Look, are already <laughs> saying. What, what this is what I know. It, it's, not, it's not that it's, it's not for me. It uh-huh. doesn't make it bad. It's just not for me. And if it's good for you, then, you know, cool. Like, I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's just no, it, it's important because for the sucky teams, How do they're mute getting this? new players. <laughs> oh, uh, numbers five and six. Five and six. Press five and six. Boom. There. Oh Boom. Isn't that, the best? Isn't that the best feeling right there? You can have the power yes. of muting. I do that to my sister on my show all the time. She's <laughs> been muted. Sorry about that, ladies. We we heard we 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 got it. You love the draft. All right. Okay. Next. <laughs> Thank you. Next. Um. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Next. Okay. Let's see. What do we? What else do we have here? Oh, something. You know, I just feel I I really want to move out of the NBA, but there's so much fucking shit here. So another thing is free agency. Ooh, do I love free Ooh. agency? <laughs> Let me tell you why I love that. Because that's drama. Oh, my God. Free agency. I'm going to name you the tw- top 20 going into free agency. Kawhi Leonard, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, Kemba Walker, Clay Thompson, Chris Tepps Porzingis, Jimmy Butler, Tobias Harris, Chris Ooh, this Middleton. Is no, this is the order. This is the order. Uh, Nikola v- Vivicek, 
D'Angelo Russell, J.J. Reddick, DeMarcus Cousins, Malcolm Brogdon, Al Hoford, Mark Gasol, Bojan Bogdanovic, Julius Randle, Brooke Lopez, DeAndre Jordan. That's all, that's 20. Like the amount of talent. That is crazy. So much. So that's much. crazy. And the Celtics pretty much, they're, I mean, AD is on the way. AD is on the way. <laughs> so that's pretty much a done deal. But the Celtics, they were going for them. Uh, I'm sorry, I keep pointing to you because you're wearing that jersey. <laughs> but she's not a Celtics fan. She's an Al Horford fan. Okay. Um, who he decided to, like, you know, go yeah, go into it, the free it's, agency. It's weird how quickly that story changed. Because yeah. the, the news was that he was going to probably re-sign mm-hmm. with them. And then, like, I checked back a few hours later. And hours. Like, yeah. 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 So I, I, the Celtics are just like self-destructing. <laughs> yeah, which is really fun. I yeah, mean, because they were just all hyped on their mm-hmm, own shit. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of Paul Pierce, their own shit, right? <laughs> and <laughs> and they really were like, you know, we're going to get AD and all these plans. And this is what I'm talking about. Like the free agency, what's so interesting to me is that it's really about athletes deciding like, hey, I am going, I want to be uh, my own destiny. You know, I think you're starting to see that a lot more. It's like uh, uh, Rich Paul having, you know, LeBron, LeBron going out there making, come on, let's be honest. LeBron's making these moves um, for the Lakers now. And, you know, it's just all these guys are just like these athletes are ready to go to other teams. Possibly like, Kawhi even said, like, I can think about this now. Let me celebrate. You know, let me have all my alcohol, my cakes and my desserts and all this good stuff. And then I'll think about, you know, where I'm going to go. Um, KD is a huge piece, as we talked about earlier. Right. Because what, what bench is he going to sit on? you know is he gonna have office duties somewhere while he's trying to get like rehabbing things like that you know and then uh clay thompson his dad already said that he's gonna go back with the lakers um jimmy butler he's all like oh you know what i'm sorry the warrior i know i was like wait wait, what (laughs) sorry i wish sorry i was wishful thinking wishful thinking I had wishful thinking. <laughs> You're in timeout. <laughs> You're wishful in timeout. Thinking. Wishful thinking. <laughs> uh, Clay Thompson's going to go with the Warriors. You got Jimmy Butler, who is like, you know, hey, where can I go? Um, all these guys. I, I, what are you guys thinking? Like, what, Jackie, do you have any thoughts um, on all this? I, I don't really, but I know that it was a big deal. Wait, who's coming to the Lakers again? It's a... Uh, Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis. Yeah. The one, the one eyebrow, right? The one eyebrow. See, okay. Frida. But we have... Le- <laughs> <laughs> he still hasn't shaved that off? No, no. I think he did it for April Fool's Day, but La Frida is coming here. Frida. Yes. Yeah, Frida. yeah. And he was a free agent as well? Or yeah. he was just traded for the two players? No, it was just traded. traded. Yeah, oh, okay. Traded. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm excited. I'm excited for all the players that are free agent, but, like, I don't really know who to bring to the Lakers, but I know that, mm. like you said, we need shooters, so. Yeah. Which one of those are shooters, and are they considering coming to the Lakers? I, someone told me, like, J.J., Re- they'd like to see J.J. Reddick come in. He's a shooter. Someone said, please give D'Angelo Russell another chance. <laughs> um, I wouldn't be mad at that. I mean. He's grown a lot as a player. Yeah, he really has. He's done, he's done a good job. He's done a good job. It's funny, because. I was, I, so, Michael really wants to jump back in. <laughs> I actually, I have, I have two questions out here f- based on what I just unveiled. Um, what is the future of the Warriors? If anyone can talk, Karen, 
I don't know if you want to chime in. And then I have what the future of the Lakers are going to be for next season. Karen, do you have any thoughts? Well, I mean, I believe Clay did confirm to stay max contract. Mm -hmm. Um, Like you said, I've heard several things about Katie staying on bench with us or somewhere else. But I think one very interesting thing around trade and free agents and, and things like that, that would be really interesting. And it's something that, you know, it was a first during playoffs was um, Sean Livingston reportedly considering retirement. So who could potentially come in and be a backup ball handler for Curry and, you know, who else but the other Curry? So it'd be really interesting to kind of have brothers on a team similar to how the WNBA has sisters on. It, it's the Sparks, right? Like um, there's two sisters on the team. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so – um, right now, that's kind of the thing that I'm kind of looking at. You know, there's there's some talk with JaVale McGee coming back. Oh, um, you know, I mean, Lake of Blonde's cousin. Boy, today, so I don't I don't really know what's <laughs> happening there. Um, possibly if Katie leaves, Trevor Ariza. Like, there's a lot of speculation. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm not really listening because I'm still hurt by everything. So that's right. kind of me, emotional. Email. <laughs> I'm just excited to see where I'm excited to see where Kyrie goes. Mm. I'm excited to see what happens with mm. with KD. Mm. I kind I kind of want KD to go to the Knicks. To Ooh, be honest, it's gonna nice. make me it's gonna make me like the Warriors more if K, once KD leaves. And I'd love to see just KD have his own team for real and be able to like really right. prove himself. If that's you know. Yeah, I I know a lot of Knicks fans want to hug you right now. <laughs> uh, Jackie, what do you think? I'm waiting for the comments. Right. Oh, I'm looking at him. I'm going to go to chat after. I'm just ready for the Lakers not to, you know, have this drama in their in their leadership and get it together uh-huh. so we can have a team that we can, you know, have pride against again on, you know. So mm-hmm. I miss, you know, watching NBA as much as I did the last couple <laughs> of years. I mean, I watch the playoffs, but if my team's not like, I don't know. Right. It's hard to watch it when your team is just a hot mess behind closed doors. I'm okay with the hot yeah, mess. No. I love it. It, it feeds me. <laughs> it fuels me. It just upsets me. I'm like, get it together, y'all. I want I like y'all to win. The only the thing that upsets me most is that it just it makes other players not want to come to our right. potentially not want to come to the team when it's like, gonna be a ton of drama. But then you do get, you know, people like Kyrie who is like Sign me up. I think the earth is flat, so I'm about, <laughs> all about drama. <laughs> and he can play with LeBron again, is, and he's a shooter. He, is he you know for real, mean? like, a potential uh, Laker? Is, that, is he actually? I mean, they've the he's way that it, the way that they work out is because, so right now I think they have, like, $24 million to play around with unless K, um, AD um, waives his $4 million uh, bonus. And then they'll have like thirty-two million, or I believe, it, to potentially go after someone like Kyrie, or they could do something where they kind of split it amongst more like bench people that can bring them more shooting. Um, so they ha- depend. <laughs> they have the potential, so we'll see what happens there. I know. Okay, so Michael really wants to. Um, try- I'm going to unmute him. You have like a minute to say whatever, and then you're back on mute. Okay, here we go. <laughs> So I'm back, guys. Uh, thank you so much. <laughs> hey, she's making you guys miss the best part no of the joke. show. No joke. He kept tapping me on the shoulder. Like, can you tell Liz to unmute me? He kept, yeah. Hey. Can you tell her to unmute me? I'm like, okay, my I haven't my felt girl. like that since elementary school. <laughs> I know. That's, what it, that's what it felt like. We bring, we bring yeah. yeah. He almost yeah. took my mic. Low key. I was, <laughs> I was thinking about it. But uh, for like speaking of Kyrie, 
this may really help the Lakers. Uh, so the team that he was linked to going to was the uh, the New York uh, Brooklyn Nets. Yep. Nets. Yeah. But according to sources or reports now, they're saying that the Nets may stop pursuing him without KD's commitment because they saw what happened to right. him in Boston and was like, damn, we don't want this dude mm-hmm. to be our leader. Yeah. So yeah. that yeah. would be something that if the Lakers can open up that money, he might say, man, you know what? I'm gonna just I'm not going back to Boston. Right. Uh, I'm gonna come to the right. Lakers, or he might just say, "Forget you guys. Right. I'm gonna go to the Knicks, and then I'm gonna try to get KD right. over there." So, I think that's a big, big deal. I think I'm fine with Kyrie coming to the Lakers. I mean, he won a championship with LeBron. I'm okay with that. He called LeBron and apologized to him. He's like, "I'm sorry that I was such an ass, and it happened to me." So, I think they're in a better place. Um, so I wouldn't be mad at that. I just fear that the bench will not have enough people mm-hmm. on it. Agreed. Yeah, not deep. Yeah, yeah, true. So that worries me because, you know, not having a deep bench is problematic. And, you know, if if uh, AD is susceptible to injury. Yes. He has been. LeBron is... You know, he got hurt. It's fifty fifty. If he gets hurt, if he goes down this season, it's oh, done. Yeah. And he's it's getting done. older. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's done. It's Wait, done. That, that's Superman. He's all right. Oh my. Well, and then again, you don't really want him to play because you don't want him to ruin Space Jam's two with his injury. Yeah. Right? <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, you know that you, you know they dropped the cast. Uh, they added a few WNBA players on there. Oh, that's fantastic! Yeah. Yeah. They did. That. Do you know that's who they great added? news. Uh, Do you know who it was? I believe it's Anthony Davis, Dame Lillard, uh, Diana Taurasi, Clay Thompson. Oh, cool! Oh, sweet. And I can't say their names, but they're two. Uh, uh, women that play for the Sparks. Oh, Nika. Uh, yeah. The, the yeah, the two sisters. Yeah, the two sisters, yeah. Oh, that's the, awesome. The yeah. Akawambe. Yeah. Yeah, their name is tough. Yeah, that is a tough name. Hey, but if Kyrie comes to the Lakers, we get to have Uncle Jew too. the movie. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> is that okay, a good no, movie, by the way? It's not a, it's not a plus. I wanted to watch it. <laughs> you should watch it. it. Karen, you did, Karen, did you watch it? Tell, tell them it's an amazing I movie. I did not. Oh. No, I did not. I, okay, it's... I, it's not a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> Liv says it negative I, two I, stars. Because you know, the little clips are good. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> it's usually just the clips that are good. That was it. Good. That was the best part of the movie. Okay. Um. So our our talk about the the future has incited some comments. And so I want to re- go to the chat to read that. Let's see what we have here. Um. Let's see. Uh. Oh, here we go. Um. Uh, the good thing. This is anonymous Knicks fan nine two two. The good thing is that the Lakers traded away all their picks, so they can't suck it. Keeping uh keeping the players they don't. Okay, you are, are drunk. <laughs> um, okay, <Facts>. what? <laughs> what? <laughs> you are drunk, or I'm drunk because I can't I can't read that. Okay, um, Christopher Amani White says literally, literally, no one wants boogie. Truth, <laughs> facts. Uh, he, he falls every time he touches the ball. The boy can't jump over a paperclip. <laughs> I'm going to say that that's I facts. It. I agree 100%. Um, it says the, he also says uh, the Lakers are really centering their team around a 35-year-old scrub. Damn. Oh, Wait, my. Who's that, suppo- that supposed to? LeBron James. He's, not even, he's really 33? Or is he 30? No, he's he's going to be 35 oh, in the season. 
pounds yet. He's seasoned, so what? I'm all right with that. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. 35 um, is young. Uh-uh. He also, right? Christopher also says that Kevin isn't winning in New York. And then Anonymous Knicks fan is saying, I would rather put an injured KD on the court instead of JaVale McGee. <laughs> hey. uh, he's all, we are the Knicks. We are not into winning. For the winning. Christopher is really adamant that we don't, the Lakers don't need another star. Kyrie does not need to come and that uh, they need to focus on the bench and Kuz can be the third star. I like Kuzma. I was very surprised that the Pels went for the deal without Kuzma in it because prior they were like, we won't do it if you can't put Kuzma in it. And I'm like, what is he doing? <laughs> I mean, I get it. He's really good, and he's definitely a franchise player, so I can understand, like, you want to put – well, it's because he has that, like, mentality, and he, like, ha- hung out with Kobe and all that stuff. So, I don't know. That's my take on that. Um, so, let's see. Uh, what else is going on here? Um, Braun ain't no damn Superman. Uh, he can get off my team. Oh, my God, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, did he do something to Chris? I know. Did he, did he take you? your girl? Yeah, did he, he hurt you? Girl? <laughs> he hurt you? Oh, hey, we're going to have to give him some Blaze pizza to get him uh, excited. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, my God. Okay. Just, just FYI, he, yeah. Chris also said that Steph has been exposed this playoffs, that this boy ain't shit by himself. Karen, how do you Aaron. feel about that? How do you feel about that, Karen? Yeah, you know, Whatever, dude. The hate's real. Let's see you one on one with uh, Steph. And, Thank and you. I want to hear you. I talk love how these guys love to talk shit. shit. Right. <laughs> and they ain't shit. Not you, Chris. You're cool. <laughs> <laughs> You're, the homie. You're the homie. I know him. Um, yeah. I mean, I think I think we got a lot of uh, good responses, and I think everyone is either we need. I think right now it's like, do we get one star or do we spread it for the bench? see how that goes but i'm very happy with anthony davis being here hopefully he stays healthy and lebron stays healthy so that's it that's it for nba i'm is there anything else nba um. i'm sure while we're <laughs> while we've been recording this 500 different things happen but i think that's it for this episode because they got me sweaty and petty <laughs> <laughs> Um, quickly, we're just going to move to WNBA, um, cause let's see what well, I'm doing a time check on us, Karen, cause Karen and I can run over, but they got oh, rules yeah, up in this place. An hour in. <laughs> they got rules. They, they're all, your money only goes two hours, baby girl. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So, um, so just moving to the WNBA, we started covering the WNBA this season because we were embarrassed that we were not watching the WNBA. Because if we love basketball, then we love basketball. And so we changed that. We made that change. And I can't tell you how fucking cool the WNBA is. I've been going to Sparks games. I can't tell you how awesome it is to go to Sparks games. There's so much, like... Just, I mean, the crowd in general, there's a lot of, like, pride and joy and, and just people really getting into it. And then when you see the athleticism on the court, you're just like, wow, like, I can't believe, like, that this place isn't filled up to watch these athletes play. So we started covering the WNBA. I uh, decided that I was going to become an L.A. Sparks fan because they are my local team. Um, and Karen, because she does not, her local team is the 
Sacramento Monarchs, it, and she was like, no, 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 no. no. That, that <laughs> is local. Bye-bye. That used to be good. <laughs> so she's going with the Seattle Storm. Um, yeah, because they're like the supersonic. Bring it back. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so the big thing for uh, the Sparks were, does anybody else follow the WNBA? Anybody? Jackie? No, or, I think uh, I've been to like Sheila? one game. I'm starting to, to follow You're it starting again to follow too. It? Like the last couple, I used to be a fan when I was younger. Like I wanted to be a WNBA player. Oh, like, I yeah. I taped the inaugural like, That's dope. Sparks versus Liberty yeah. game back in the yeah. day. But I've been just in the last couple of years been trying to get into it. But I definitely cool. want to go to a game this summer. Oh, but, awesome. So I've been following, the, uh, I saw the like how the Sparks are doing and I right. saw how they did last night right oh oh my god i watched that game which was you watched it i I watched it really painful candace parker came back from her injury which was awesome and everybody's like hallelujah (laughs) we're in (laughs) the finals uh no uh they really did poorly which i mean they i i think they scored three points the first quarter i mean it was it was what it was bad It, it was bad it was bad um, but it was nice to see Candace back, and I think so. First off, they've been they've been hammered with injuries, um, and they've had. I think they have a player that plays overseas in Russia, so she's been out. So they haven't. They've been limited to how many people they have to actually play, and so um, that. But they were starting to find a rhythm. You know, um, all the 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 sisters that are playing, Neka and Cheney, they were they were finding finding their rhythm. Um, so it was it was just like Candace coming in thinking that it was just going to like right away spark like this new uh, effort. I guess everybody felt it. I felt it. I was like super excited. And then for them to lose, you're like, wow, that was not a good that was ruined the, her return to the game. Yeah. I mean, she didn't play very well at all. Right. And no. she had like three points. I, I was yeah. expecting to see the scores, the stats and, and have her like have the most points and, and even the sisters didn't look like they did too well NECA did a little bit better but yeah I, I, but they're one of the like those are that's like the three best are they the three best players kind of or yeah on that team so? I mean Candace Parker's been MVP she won yeah. the championship yeah, yeah, yeah she's, so she's like big time and mm-hmm. she did say she's like I have a lot more basketball behind me than I do in front of me right now because she did come into the season yeah. injured so she's trying to like get back in it yeah. and it's 100% healthy which is nice because you always hear them trying to come back a la KD to like mm-hmm. play with someone they had the injury, but she's hundred percent like um, up to speed. It's just about uh, playing with the new teammates, getting that like communication going. Their turnovers killed them. But I also saw when they played the Liberty that they, their turnovers killed them as well. Um, but I still think that they look good. I mean, I, they're in like fourth place, I think right now in the league. And I just think that they have all the, the ingredients you know, to yeah. be that team again. Mm-hmm. It's just about figuring out how to put them in, you know, in the right rotation. And, and I think also a new coach, right? I mean, yeah, Derek Fisher. Derek Fisher, uh, NBA I forgot Lakers about that. champion. I need to Derek go check Fisher. out these games. Yeah, the games are great. <laughs> we love it. Like, hey, they lost by 29 points yesterday. How did you see anything good from there? Well, I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Damn, true. like hell. No, they were down 16 oh, yeah. to 2 at one point. How did he get point. unmuted? <laughs> Mute. <laughs> What's happening here? We I know. I thought Jesus. we muted him. <laughs> He's back on mute. <laughs> back on mute. Oh, God. He forgot what shoe showed this <laughs> This ain't courtside. <laughs> you can stay courtside because we in the game right Ooh, now. <laughs> that's right. <Yay. laughs> 
shots fired. That's hilarious. So yes, talking talking back to the WNBA, um, they have an All Star game coming up on July 27th in Vegas, which I'm going to try to go. go. Let's go. They also have their All Star voting coming up, so that's happening. Um, And I think the WNBA has some of the best tunnel swag with some of these like outfits they have coming out and these shoes. Oh, they look good. I was like, damn, I want all of it. Where can I buy it? I need (laughs) all of that. Looks good. Yeah. When did this like tunnel swag like become a thing? Because like I feel like in the only like in the last year I've been just seeing everybody or maybe I've Um, just been missing out on it or something. But I think it's been a while now. I think it's been a while while now. I think it's like I I love it, though. I think it's yeah. Yeah, I think AI. Was it LeBron that really kind of did it with the shorts and the briefcase? Or like, no, 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 I would oh, say, well, Allen Iverson really started, oh, yeah. okay. you know, dressing like he wanted to dress. Yes. Which is that's why a whole they different thing, a dress code. But they've always had, you know, this, you know, the tunnel has always been somewhere where you just come in with what you're going to wear. Yeah. And the shoes that you're going to, like, yeah. you'll have shoes on that you're not going to wear on the court, you know. But I think, like, Kyle Kuzma got LeBron's sneakers for his first tunnel walk um in like he got lebron's plain sneakers they had in some vault somewhere and i know it's because i was uh, i was talking to goat you guys know the goat app where you can buy and they were telling us oh, how yeah, they yeah. had because uh, kyle is their ambassador and so they actually had to find the shoes in this vault and like you know make sure they could take his the pressure of his feet and how his and he could only walk it in the tunnel and then took him off and oh you know, damn him. so it's a it's it's a real thing I mean, I know we always like to. I love Serge Ibaka. That man is hot. And he wears a suit and it is delicious. He is a full That's entree. That's a man. Mm, mm. Mm, mm. <laughs> mm. Love I'm going to have to Google that. him. Love him. Mm, I love him. No, he's not. No. Have you watched his show? His yes, his cooking show. Yeah, I, I literally love just his watched it show. like for the first time a few weeks ago, uh, and I loved it. It was yeah. hilarious. He did it's one great. with Kawaii. Have you watched yes, it? Yes, the one with the bull penis. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. He calls himself the chef. I had no idea. He was like so funny. And, oh, like, he's great. He's so funny, and he like he was wilding out on the on social media when they won. It was fantastic. He's just, I, and he dresses so well. I just love his finesse. Looks great. Um, so yeah, so the WNBA has a hashtag WNBA style and you can follow also like the styles and it's, it's really, I love it. Yeah. I, I love what you guys it. shared on Instagram. Oh, a thank few you. Of those tunnels yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Damn, I need yeah. to like get on this page so I can get <laughs> some tips. Some, yeah. Some they, dressing, they look great. Oh, they look great. They look great on that. Um, let's see. What else are we looking at? Oh, uh, something that I just wanted, cause we always, you know, we always talk about, we want to talk about like. Uh, representation matter and and those types of stories as well. So with the WNBA, the one I want to point out in this episode was um, there is a sports columnist and writer who uh, writes about intersection of sports and gender. Her name is Brittany De La Creda, and she's at Brittany DLC on Twitter. And she was uh, recently on the Takeaway um, with an article called "Not All Female Athletes Play to the Male Gaze," and what she was discussing is how the WNBA has become more androgynous in how their fashion is. And they're also much more, have become more comfortable with activism as well as um, being more comfortable being out gay. And so it's a great, 
piece. It's not that long if you guys want to um, check it out and listen to it. But I think that, like, I, I guess it's being uh, identifying as a female and not having to always think about what I'm going to wear to either talk about my identity or whatever. It hasn't been something I really think about uh, comes to mind. And I don't know, like, how do you how do you all feel about that idea of, you know, WNBA being androgynous or having to, like, you know, because before, from what the story that I heard is that they were wearing, they had to wear makeup and they forced them to wear heels and they had to, like, have these uniforms. And now they're just like, no, we are going to dress the way we want. But to me, I'm just like, well, I never think about how I'm going to dress. I just kind of get up and dress. But these ath- these women athletes, also the ones that are, you know, uh, gay, comfortable with their sexuality, they're having to think about those things. I was just curious, like, what do you so got? They, what wait, I have a question. That? So they yeah. had to wear a dress and heels? Well, before there was dress codes. And if you listen to Brittany's uh, piece, she talks about how long that lasted. Like, And, and there's still some teams, even in, mm-hmm. the, in uh, you know, like baseball, the Yankees have them cut their hair and they have to shave their, their beards. It's like a code of what they have to wear. But it doesn't... But it's not about identifying them as men, you know. Right. It's about just because that's what they want them to look so like. So if I mean, I played uh, sports in high school, mm-hmm. and we it was part of our thing. Every game, every time we had a game, mm-hmm. our coach would make us suit up. So he literally bought us. So we he loved matching us all. By the way, so we weren't wearing dresses <laughs> so or heels. We, meaning, like he bought us the exact same socks. We had to wear the same cleats. We had to wear okay. the same um, sweatpants, the same yeah. sweat yeah. jacket. Yeah. So when it was game night. It was kind of like game mode. Right. So if you saw us walking around campus, they everybody knew, oh, the girls got a game tonight. Yeah. The girl, oh, good luck. And yeah. they would be like, good luck at your game today. So it yeah. kind of felt, and then you felt like a family. You felt like a part of something. So, and then the boys, the boys, a baseball team, they had to dress up in ties and suits right. for game nights because their coach required it in high school. Like, you right. have to, you know, so I think, it, and it's, I mean, think about it for your job. Does Most jobs have dress code. You have to be, well, you know, casual. But it's, it's one thing to dress casual, like business attire, but it's also one thing like you have to wear a dress you have to wear right. heels so that's where i'm like okay no like i will dress up right because it's game night but i'm not going to dress up in heels high heels and right. a dress because you're telling me to right i don't know well, i was say especially because for a lot of the a lot of the wmba there's just a lot of gay wmba mm-hmm. players and to mm-hmm. have to dress in a way that doesn't fit their your, your personality right. yeah and like for right. so long that was the case and right like you didn't you were you like i think that WNBA players and the WNBA still felt like they wanted to encourage their players to kind of to right. like adhere to the male gaze in a, in a yes. way, right? Yes, yes. So I and I love that kind of evolution that we yeah. finally are letting go. Like, let's stop pretending. Right, right. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? Like, so many players were just so private about their right. identity. Like, Elena... Uh, Elena Deladon, for example. Oh, yeah. Like, I didn't, mm-hmm. like, she has, I don't think she's ever really come, like, I don't know if now she's she married is, now. now she yeah. is, but for a long time, they, like, they never, yeah. she, she didn't address that topic when yeah. she was, um, and during the, the draft. And not that you have, not that right. you should, but just, like, that I feel, I think that a lot of players felt like they, like, couldn't. Right. And I think it's more, it's not so much, like, uh, I think, like, Jackie, what you're saying, it's, like, to show a team, right? right. Mm-hmm. Like, we're all yeah. in a team. But this is about, like, them being in, uh, you know, the tunnel, or how they want to dress when maybe they're sitting in the, you know, they're not on playing the court side, or, yeah. or, or when they're traveling, right. you know, and to have their own identity be what they want to be, you know, yeah. they don't want, I, I hate to use, like, personally, I hate that we have to put gender on clothing. Like, I wear pants, I just wear pants. I don't go, I wear girl pants, right. you know, but it's still something that 
are rules that society has given us. Mm -hmm. So it's how do we like it to have this brought up, I think is really a good topic because what the WNBA is doing, it's definitely a form of activism that you're not seeing necessarily because it's not the rules were not made for them. Right. Right. Mm hmm. And that's something that, you know, when we think about the rules were were never even thought of them as being part of this game. Right. And now they so they're just like, fuck it, we're going to do our own thing. And I think that that's a great conversation. And it's also great for people to see that, you know, and for young players. So for the record, they did change the rules that they don't have. Well, they didn't change the rule. They just said that's not a rule requirement. Okay, (laughs) like, uh, you know, thank you. But. No, yeah, you know, I'm gonna wear, and you know, I have my own fashion line, and I'm gonna wear the sneakers. I mean, I know there was a girl that, a little girl that wrote something to Steph Curry saying, "Hey, I love your shoes, but they don't make it in girl sizes." Oh yeah, I saw you that. Yeah. and and he's like, "Oh shit, let me fix that." But see, we're, they're not even top of fucking mind, right? You don't even think like, "Oh fuck, a girl might like me as a player," mm-hmm. and that's what I think is. Yep. The worst part of it that yeah. you're not even thought of. And that's why, you know, I think this is great to talk about how the WNBA is really saying, like, you know, we're comfortable being who we are. And we're going to show that with, you know, how we present ourselves and our and our identity. So I thought that was a great story to share. I love that. We have a lot of good coverage uh, for the WNBA now, too. We talk about this in past episodes where... The Athletic has a vertical and Bleacher Report has a vertical. And there's all these really great, like, WNBA verticals. So please go and check all of those stories out because they're very good. Um, but, yeah. Okay. So, okay. I'm looking at the time because I don't want to run over. Um, oh, my God. Other, other people minutes. are itching. <laughs> uh, we're going to have to cut a lot here, but um, we'll make it quick. So why don't we just move over to – Karen, is there anything in particular in um, – social around the horn or can't should we just switch over to sweaty and petty get into it i mean i could do yeah i could do two quick things that are related to our last topic right so okay. like regarding basketball fashions definitely if you guys want to kind of get uh, up to date on what's even happening in the wnba so there's a handle called wnba kick um that's a fun one to, ha- uh, to kind of follow to kind of see the walk up see a lot of the shoes that are happening um, and being shown off in the WNBA, you know, women, this is a great one, too, just to understand, like, what styles look good on me, on a woman's body, a woman's stilo. So um, do that quick shout out. And I think for me, again, kind of coupled to this, right, it's this, like, invisibility factor, right, not being seen. Like, women ball, too, yet they can't make shoes in women's sizes. Like, you right. know, what about some of the stuff I want to rock, like some shirts and gear? I got to, like, figure out how I convert to a male size. And, it, you know, it gets frustrating, but then you also get used to it and complacent. And right. um, another factor, too, is, like, so uh, Zach Ertz is on the Eagles, and his wife, Julie Ertz, is uh, in the World Cup right now for women. Mm-hmm. And you constantly see articles about him actually taking time off um, in the like off season and from practice to go there to watch her play and headlines talk about him. And then they call it, Oh, watches his wife um, in the world cup. And it's like, this is a top fucking athlete and she can't even have her name mentioned. And so real quick, real brief, I just want to give a shout out to um, Ryan Beckwith because he literally like retweeted, a uh, re- like retweeted a quote, well, why am I fucked up? <laughs> You're drinking again, um, Karen. Yeah, he <laughs> Slave yeah, in New York. He, 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 
yeah, he changed the headline. He said, U.S. soccer midfielder Julie Ertz visited by husband who also plays a sport. So I appreciated him for that. Um, so those are my two little quick social around the horn, just a little related to what we've been talking about today. And, yeah, I mean, I wanted to do some Father's Day jokes, but we got to get to Sweaty and Penny because that's what I mean. You know what? We'll put, them up. we'll put them up on Instagram. You can put your jokes out. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get your jokes. Um, and actually we got, we don't have that much time. So quickly, some people on our sweaty and petty list, uh, Karen has LeVar Ball on here. Duh. <laughs> oh yeah. Lakers, Lakers I was, I've been missing him. It's so funny. I he like just, him. He was just on, what was it? Not the jump. He was on somewhere where he first was. Take? First take? First take where he was like, oh, I orchestrated the <laughs> lawns are going to the Pels. So I said I didn't want him to go there. And so they made him go there. And you're like, okay, sir. I'm going to miss him. You're like, this is a Wendy's. Move I really on. like him. I know I'm like that odd percent, but I like LeVar Ball. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to get... I mean, they're his sons, you yeah. know. He wants... It's just he... He's LeVar Ball. I know. You know That's him. That's it. That's it. He's done. <laughs> um, I also want to say that um, the... Okay, Karen put classy here, but it's actually my timeout with the Warriors uh, full page ad congratulating the Raptors. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my I God. saw okay. that. Mike doesn't like Whatever. Nice people and crybabies. Well, that's just <laughs> stupid. Hey, I'm, okay. So imagine, Jackie, yes. I will put it in terms that you understand. You, uh, you had a boyfriend mm-hmm. and you guys were going to get engaged to get married. Mm-hmm. And then he called it off. Asshole. Okay. And then he's marrying your best friend. Biatch. And then you put out an ad saying, hey, congratulations. congratulations. You assholes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Be like, well, who's the pettiest? That yeah. is some petty shit. Yeah. That's how I take it. Where's I was just like. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wait, I'm what just Karen like. Say? Who's the asshole in the ad? <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of yeah. crazy. I'm like, whatever. I but just, you don't think it was heart heartfelt? Not at all. Not at all. They just I, were like, we got a I lot of money, and we, we want to buy this ad, and we're going to put it in there. And they don't care. Mm. You think, Drew, honestly, does anybody here think Draymond Green is like, oh, man, we really should congratulate them No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was any of the players. It's probably None. the same guy who fake cried about the injury. So... <laughs> <laughs> oh my it was God. a business transaction. They could write it off. It, right, you know, right. full page yeah, ad. Right. I get it. I get it. Um, some other things. Uh, uh, Scotty Pippen. Oh my God. I forgot what show he was on, but they were talking about Kyrie or Katie. They were talking about Katie going to the Knicks, and Scotty Pippen was like, No one wants to go to the Knicks because they're losers. <laughs> and he said it on yeah. air, and I'm like, Yes. Scotty, you Scottie are the, one of the most bitter men. Savage, bitter men on, in basketball. And, of course, anonymous Knicks fan 922 said, well, just because he couldn't win a championship without MJ. So he's pretty bitter about that. Damn. Um, so Damn. Call, call in, and also calling the Knicks losers is like kicking a dog that's already dead. So, you know, not cool. Damn. Um, <laughs> and then the other thing was I love to seeing this clip of Shams. Um, he talked about CP3 saying that, no one wants CP3 and that even when they've said, hey, man, we'll just go ahead and put you in, put CP3 in this package. They're like, no, we do not want him. And I was just like, man, when did he become that? 
I mean, I get I it. He like shouldn't be on the Rockets anymore. But yeah, people have been talking about like, how hard he, he is to work with for for a few years. I feel like. Well, I was definitely Team Rondo in that whole like scuffle. So um, he probably deserved oh, it. <laughs> and he had a really <laughs> down year, right? This year, like a lot of his numbers went went down. This well, year. I think he had an injury too at oh, some okay. point. Yeah, that's right. Oh, he's like also that. very injury prone. Yeah. Yeah, like past two seasons, like he had an injury. Yeah, and I, yeah, so. Nobody wants him, according to Shams. <laughs> nice. Um, okay, so just to wrap up, because it looks like we're going to be at time soon, we want to just give out some timeouts. I'll let you, the special guests, start with their timeouts. What do you? Who do you want? Who, what are you thinking? Who I, do you want to give a timeout? Um, and we have much time. I'm going to go with OJ. OJ coming Woo! out of nowhere. Oh, that's a hot oh. take. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm going to give it to OJ. He needs a timeout. He needs to really think about what he does because usually what he does with instinct gets him in trouble and ends up behind bars. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to uh, go ahead and give it to OJ. He needs to take, sit on the bench sit a little bit. Sit on the bench. Think about his actions. Yeah. Okay. You need I like somebody that. to help you with your Twitter. <laughs> uh, uh, Karen. Because I know, I think Anna Sheila wanted to, or do you have oh, I one? I don't have one. I don't have yeah, one. Yeah, she was going to she was gonna, she was gonna uh, piggyback me and mine, but what, who do you have? I had such a long list, but I was being serious, Sally, all episodes. So I'm just going to go back to basketball. Chris Paul and James Harden's beef and not talking to each other for months and wanting to get traded out and all this. I'm like, grow up, please. <laughs> fix your toes, James. They look nasty. <laughs> yeah, she's That's had it. a problem with that. Um, I was just going to give it back to the Warriors and the full page ad and the fans. I'm sorry, but, and I love you, Karen. And when I say fans, I don't, really, I, I don't think about you. Like I, I <laughs> you're special, <laughs> but oh, I good know. Lord. Good Lord. That full page <laughs> ad. And now they're saying like, oh, we're going to put an asterisk next to this championship because of all the injuries. And I'm like, sis, please. Come no, on. No, no. Time out. Go sit down. Be better. <laughs> Ana Sheila, do you have something? Um, oh, okay. Yes. So um I read or actually I heard that during the, the um the parade, you know the, the Toronto Raptors parade, yes. um I don't know if it was Fred Van Vliet or mm. Kawhi's like uh one of his friends mm-hmm. who, um said F pop like <laughs> What? Said F-pop, like, they oh, don't do you like shit. this in San... Like, like, we don't treat you like they do in San Antonio. Something like that. And I was just like, that's so low. Like, you don't even know what happened over there. Like, I think, yeah, I think it's Van Vliet. I'm, I'm Googling. Looks like oh. he's yeah, and it's like, Spurs in the Boy, it's like your first oh. championship and you're already like, just come on. Keep it classy. Keep it classy. Drake's twin. <laughs> Trying try really hard F-E-V. to keep quiet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Trying too hard. <laughs> Um, okay guys, we only have a few minutes and I know the next, uh, host is like giving me dirty looks. (laughs) So I am going to wrap this up. He's going to have a lot of people now that we started this (laughs) night off. (laughs) Um, He's going to come in and talk about real stats because that's not what we do here. (laughs) No, no, no. Not here. Uh, Not here. Not here. Um, I want to thank our special guest, Jackie, Anashila. Do you guys want to say we're on on Twitter or Instagram? Give out a shot. You can go first. Go for it. So Tamarindo Podcast, at Tamarindo Podcast. And let's see what else. Oh, we actually have a podcasting workshop coming up on July 23rd in Boyle Heights at Teatro Luna. And you can buy tickets for that. It's $18. You can buy tickets for that on tamarindopodcast.com. We just want more 
more different types of voices awesome. creating podcasts, just like this amazing podcast <laughs> that you guys have created. Awesome. Thank you. So. Awesome. Awesome. That's nice. Um, you can find me at Ladies Night Radio Show. Um, it's a live show just like this, but it saves as a podcast here on the Good News Radio, which you can also find at the Good News Radio. And then my personal one is at Mysterious.Jack. So you can, you know, see behind the scenes of the good news, I guess. But thank you again for having me as your first guest. And of course. Congratulations to you and Karen for your first <laughs> live show here on the Good News. I'm so proud of you guys. Oh excited. My God, yeah. Shout out to you ladies. Thank you. Welcome to the Good Family. Thank the Good you. Family. Thank you. Thank you everybody who listened. Sorry if I didn't get to everybody on the chat, but that was um, a new experience for us. Is we're not live. We don't have chat in our closet. We'll have to, yeah, <laughs> that in. Um, we are going to, after the show is going to be on the app. If you didn't get to hear us live, you'll get to hear it on demand. Um, make sure you follow us on at the hoops talking um, on Twitter and on Instagram, Instagram and Michael here on at courtside who I muted. Um, but I'm sure he is going to be our wild card and I want him to come back so I can mute him. Uh, <laughs> and as always, please remember, Karen, you know what to say. You know how we keep it. Keep, keep it. Keep it sweaty. And. and yeah. yeah. <laughs> Night, y'all. Great show, man.